Welcome to the New Zealand Tech Podcast, presented by Paul Spain and Anne Guess. Welcome along to the New Zealand Tech Podcast. This is episode 192. I'm Paul Spain. And I'm Wal Reid. Welcome along. Good to have you back, Wal. Thanks, Paul. Great to be back here again in and your humble abode. Ah, oh, well, thank you for Studio. thank you for joining us. And uh, for those that don't know where you fit into the technology and uh, podcasting world in New Zealand. Yeah, sure. Um, just off the cuff, I uh, know nothing about politics, but I do work in the consumer electronics industry and also host the New Zealand Entertainment Podcast, which you should check out as well, as well as Paul's one. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you all. Okay, well, let's uh, let's jump in now. A uh, few interesting topics to to get through this week. Uh, first up, I, I want to talk a little bit about uh, thoughts on what's happening in China and what we've heard of in in the last few days are reports that China's uh, cracking down on internet uh, rumors and actually going mm. out there and making quite a few arrests now. Yeah, you know, we know uh, China sort of have a different way of uh, a different uh, approach, a, a different approach to uh, to again, free speech yeah. and human rights compared to uh, some parts of the world. Uh, yes, and the most the most recent thing we, we've heard of um, is really around them um, actually. Uh, going after uh, websites and bloggers who are who are spreading uh, rumours online, and what we heard of that they had detained or warned eighty five people uh, for publishing rumours online, uh, and sixteen separate websites were uh, punished for weak safety management in conjunction with mm. the crackdown. Mm. Um, and yeah, this is uh, I, I guess uh, quite. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's hard to know the, the specifics. I haven't seen a, a whole lot of specifics uh, yeah. in terms of what what those things were. And I guess you do have to, you know, draw draw some lines in terms of what gets published online. Yeah. Sure. At, at times, yeah. uh, at different countries have different rules here in New Zealand. Of course, um, bloggers like Cameron Slater have been in trouble of in course, the past yes, for uh, yes. uh, you know people's names that have been suppressed. And uh, that's right, you can put them um, on his website. Um, the has, has whaley, oily whale, whatever it was, made made a way for people to uh, yeah find that sort of information yeah. out. Uh, so you know this isn't entirely without precedent within the within the Western world, but uh, yep. it seems to be you know China tend to uh, tend to crack down a little bit more uh, more harshly. So is this actually verified, or is this just um, Chinese whispers? Well, it's a it's a good question. Uh, mm. The the source for the story came from the uh, the Bangkok uh, Post. Uh, and yeah, my my understanding is this is uh, this is legitimate stuff. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Well, wherever China's involved uh, with censorship and and, and and causing controversy, I suppose it's uh, there's always going to be uh, that that angle out there. Um, I suppose it comes back to well, I think recently about what's happened with the the censorship with downloading here in New Zealand, where if you downloaded songs, you know, um, Vodafone or the tel- telecom carriers would actually be informed from the, the various companies and crack down on who those people were and send out notices. Um, that not was quite like, as heavy handed. Not quite as heavy handed. No, no, no. That's true. But I mean, you know, um, I don't know anybody who got a letter. From Vodafone or Telecom, or anything. well, that, it's um, that's quite a good point. In fact, it was you know it was mentioned to me uh, you know recently that uh, maybe the issues that we have with uh, you know piracy of video content in yeah. New Zealand uh, might be lessened somewhat if actually the uh, um, the movie industry had 
uh, at least sent out some of those notices. But my impression is it's only the music industry, and they've only just done a little bit of that. Yeah, uh, there's been there's been nothing. So uh, it's yeah, it was quite funny. There was a bit of an uproar around the the law uh, come coming into play. The sort of you know the three strikes for uh, downloading illegal material. That's correct. Yes, um, but in actual fact, uh, not not much has happened. It's and and I think yeah. you know there, there's probably some. The the, uh, the you know the complaints about it and uh, objections to to that law you know I'm sure there's some there's some real validity to that but the fact that uh, there there hasn't really been uh, any real action Do- means doesn't surprise it's, it's, me though it doesn't matter it doesn't surprise me Paul. as much this is from the company that put a censorship on having one child per family the country yeah the country yes so um, yeah well let's uh, we wait with bated breath. Shall we say? All right, Not uh, baby breath. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for that, Wall. Uh, now, a few other things going on this week. Of course, uh, Telecom. Yes, finally done the rebrand. They are now uh, they are now Spark. They've done a pretty good job of it. I thought uh, very very uh, coordinated effort yeah. to ch- change their brand across the place. Pretty hard to find uh, Telecom mentioned uh, just just about anywhere. Yeah, uh, they've yeah. put on a, uh, a sort of a viral video online of their new. Uh, ATMs, the uh, yep. automatic uh, thanking machine, cool. uh, which seemed to be ripped off from, uh, I think it was Canada, where that concept had been done oh, done, done thing, before. Yeah. Uh, but still, last time I looked, it was up to a good few hundred thousand uh, uh, views. So obviously, uh, you know, getting getting them some uh, some some positive attention. Yeah. Uh, although maybe people feel a little bit left out if they weren't one of those on the video. They got given you know cool free stuff yeah. like new phones and whatnot. Um, but there seems to be a real, uh, a real sort of concerted effort across uh, across Spark to sort of get into the swing of the the new brand. It all looks pretty positive. It's been quite seamless um, for them. You're right, and I really enjoyed the Gig and Air campaign from Telecom. Um, I thought it was kind of cool. I think they should have had Kim dot com doing the Gig and Air thing. But you know, hey, that's just me personally. But I'm thinking Spark. I was in there on Friday. I went in there, and lo and behold, in the sh- in the shop they had all pink branding with Spark on there. So. Um, which didn't offend me at all in the slightest, to be honest. But um, you're right; it has been gone without a without a hitch. Um, the transition. Yep. So uh, yeah, good work. I would say good work, Telecom. But uh, yeah. I guess it's uh, good work, uh, Spark. Hey, mate, that's ten dollars in the swear jar. So every time you say Telecom, <laughs> you've got to put a gold coin in there. Now um, the the rumours keep coming always around technology things, and uh, we're not in China, so we, we we can maybe talk talk about them. Uh, iPhone. We're hearing uh, September the ninth is uh, is potentially yes, the date. New iPhone. There's talk of a, a a lot of product maybe coming through from Apple this year. Uh, new iPad. Of course, you know the iPhone. I think is is always the item that sort of gets the most attention. Sure. Uh, Sapphire screen has been uh, has been one of the you know one of the big things that's that's been discussed. Super mm-hmm. strong, etc. Uh, in relation to that, uh, we hear that Kyocera have released a uh, a new Android handset that has uh, um, has a screen made of sapphire. So someone's be- beaten Apple to the punch on that particular thing. Wow. Uh, and uh, of course, the other things that we've been hearing are around uh, the the bigger screen, the four point seven and five point five inch screens. Yes. So. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm really interested to see exactly what will uh, what will land from Apple. Um, 
on that date uh, and and maybe there'll be other launches that sort of uh, happen at the same time or reasonably soon thereafter so seems seems like we might get some interesting uh, yeah, new yeah. new products coming from the Apple camp totally interested to see if they're going to get bigger obviously it sounds like they're going to be going bigger than the traditional four inch screen um, but and also whether they're going to get into the whole smartwatch um, game as well be quite interesting. Well, it does seem very likely with some of the you know recent people that they've hired uh, that are that are involved from from that uh, the watch industry. So mm. uh, um, yeah, I think good 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 times ahead for for Apple in one way or another. Uh, and you know they they always tend to come in and, and stir things up. And you know they, we've now got of course the uh, the the Android Wear. Uh, from from Google, that's that's in the market. Uh, well, not much here in New Zealand available, you know, right now. Um, LG G Watch we had a play play with in recent weeks. Yep, that's, uh, that's just really getting started. And you know, I think the devices we've seen so far aren't anything too astounding. But I'm I'm really curious what Apple Apple will do and. Yeah, you know, my pick is they'll release something that that's really nice on the you know on the appearance front, the fashion front, and that'll be that'll be part of their approach. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's what are they going to bring to the table in terms of actual functionality? What's going to be really uh, exactly really yeah. delivered? And yeah, they're they're known to stir things up. So I'm I'm hoping that uh, they've got something pretty cool up their sleeves. Or they'll, that, or they'll wait the, um, a little while until they really do have something awesome if they're not quite ready. What if they change their charging connector? Maybe call it, you know, the how they did the last phone. Um, what was that? That lightning, the lightning connector. Connector. Ah, seems seems un, seems unlikely. I couldn't see any reason for change, but hey, anything's possible. That's but my uh, it'll be, Android view. Yeah, yeah. Well, it'll be interesting uh, what they do with their uh, with the iWatch, or whatever whatever it ends up yeah. uh, being called, uh, because it it's probably a, one of the one of the oddities with smartwatches at the moment. None of them have wireless charging. Uh, the the you know there isn't a, a USB type connector on them. There's usually a little sure. charging uh, dock, and those don't work brilliantly. They have pins on them that can break off and so on. Um, yeah, I'm curious what Apple's approach will be and, and whether they get this stuff sort of absolutely right. I'm sure they've been uh, sitting back, looking around. at everybody else's smartwatches and and just taking notes as quietly in the the Apple uh, factory in China. Yeah, well. Uh, would be very wise of them to uh, to see see what they can learn because which uh, is you know like usually the first the first generation you know of a lot of products isn't uh, isn't the best so yeah we we'll see so that's all good uh, now um, Renaissance Corp uh, Renaissance Corporation uh, around in the in the tech industry in New Zealand for something like twenty five years uh, yeah uh, we've heard news uh, in the in the last day or so that um, their shareholders have have agreed to uh, having them wound up uh, you know they've sold most of their their assets now mm-hmm. of course they did very well for for a period there when they were the sole uh, distributors of, of Apple product in New Zealand and of course that That's changed correct, when yes. the, the Apple store went uh, you know went online and people could buy their product uh, via via Apple out of uh, Australia um, but 
yeah, they've uh, they've sort of they've sold up their various mm. uh, their various things, their uh, their education arm and uh, um, their their retail side. So uh, it's so time to uh, time to sort of close the doors and uh, hand any remaining cash back to uh, back to the shareholders. Which is interesting. I, I actually had the opportunity to work with them, and I started off my little uh, my uh, modest career um, sweeping the floors pretty much in uh, Red Aisons in two thousand and three. With another good friend of mine, Chris Fletcher, who now is um, head of uh, Harvey Norman's in the mobile division. Um, we both started off there. And then what happened? September 11. Uh, came along, and that was it. There was, no, there was tight uh, distribution of product going everywhere, so they cut off their uh, supplies and they like compact. They were distributing yeah, things yeah, like that. So, yeah. Um, um, But yeah, I still remember those days quite fervently, actually. There was some Mel and Paul were mm, back then mm. in those days. Yeah, and I mean they went back a lot, a lot further than that. I think I first, you know, dealt with them probably a good ah, decade yes, or, or yes. more, more ahead of that. Um, yeah. So yeah, there, there've been, I think, a lot of people within various aspects of the the technology and consumer electronics industry that. Uh, have have had been involved with them uh, over the years, so yeah, sad sad to see. So uh, yeah, so now um, of course you know one of those things that sort of caused disruption was when Apple uh, came into the market themselves to a degree, and now we've got multiple di- distributors for the Apple product. Sure, that's right. Um, yep. hey, one interesting thing I came across recently is what was um, that, people ordering product from the Apple Store and actually being sent the wrong stuff, and I heard of. Uh, a case of somebody being sent a Samsung phone, yeah, or uh, a, a Samsung product. I'm pretty sure it was a was a Samsung uh, okay. a, a smartphone when they'd actually ordered some Apple product from the Apple Store. <laughs> Can you believe really? that? Yeah. So uh, maybe that was this, the answer this, this that Siri told. Gave so um, maybe they asked Siri, and that was the answer they got. <laughs> sent a Samsung. Well, I'm guessing their uh, their distribution center must yeah. be uh, must be outsourced, and uh, whoever was sort of you know shipping the product. Was Something uh, maybe had had a bit of a, a, a mix up. So uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I heard of a case where somebody ordered a particular product and they ended up with a Samsung product instead. <laughs> and uh, in the end, I think they did a reorder and uh, there were the the. Um, uh, they got sent a Samsung product again, so there was some so maybe some, that, some odd mix. That up. particular factory worker or warehouse picker had suffered from dyslexia instead of shipping the five S. Ship them in S5. <laughs> yeah, very good, very good. Hey, now I uh, want to jump jump onto the topic of uh, video on demand, streaming services, and so on. Uh, last week cool. we talked about first some first experiences with with Lightbox. Yeah, uh, you know, pretty pleased around a number of aspects. Of course, they're still in beta, still very early. Yes. Um, there's a lot of limitations of their their service. Uh, at this stage, but they seem to be really nailing it with some, you know, some really awesome content that they're going to be launching mm. with, um, and it's available right now for those that are uh, that are on on the beta. Um, so I just wanted to chat through some of the other things that are available in the market. Yeah, sure. Um, now, New Zealand on Air have got uh, they've got a site, New Zealand on Screen. Uh, yes. com. Now you've had a little bit of a look at this, and, and you've watched some content. I I have too. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's great, isn't it? W- what What do you think? I mean, this seems wow. to be a. It's kind of it's a take you back to the the days of you play know, school to, and Manu to, and Jemima. Yeah, back to the, back to the eighties. I mean, it's not exclusively eighties content. Yeah. Um, but what New Zealand on Air have, have managed to do is they've gone back to the rights holders of a of a whole lot of content. 
yeah, uh, from 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 you know all sorts of uh, sources locally, and have got approval to uh, to actually put that up available to stream for free, which I think is really neat. Oh, it's fantastic! There's, it's like a national archive for any video, TV, or film from the sixties, seventies, or even earlier than fifties. You know, like old shows like Close to Home, um, old TV presenters like Sound Too Good, and it's in the back. Any, even the old classic children's ones, you know what I'm talking about. Like, oh, I don't old, know any of those names you you're do. mentioning. Well, you never, never heard of them, mate. Stop denying. <laughs> you're in denial. Anyway, so uh, but I am, for me, I'm just w- kidding. when I've had a, you know, like a... Gloss. Yeah, gloss. Exactly. Yeah, Another one. Just come up. Yeah. When I've had a boring, you know, boring uh, weekend at home, with, you know, no friends, no money, I look online, I have a look on the screen, and it just takes me back to the days of... Uh, my childhood really it is a great website definitely great resource yeah so um yeah so that's one uh worth worth looking at uh there's one a dog's show just come up that's uh oh, take, yes. take you back everyone used um, to whistle that tune back in the day gliding on um so yeah so so yeah that ho- Henwood's old man was in there wasn't he gliding on oh really yeah oh i never knew that yeah he was one of the main cohorts oh okay Dye's dad yeah yeah, yeah. oh that's cool um now there, there's another one uh, which is the New Zealand Film Commission they have a video on demand service yep. at ondemand.nzfilm.co.nz now that takes that's a bit of a different uh, a, approach so it's not uh, uh, it's not packed full of uh, full of freebies um, but this is a a uh, a source where you can go online and watch a whole lot of New Zealand content uh, on a buy or rent basis. Yes. So it's, it's kind of cool. There's, um, there's docos on there um, as well as well-known and, and obscure uh, films. Yeah, the movie Boy. The uh, new you one. You can rent that for $4.99, buy it for fourteen ninety nine. Um, yeah, and there's some new stuff, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, there is, and it's you know the New Zealand film industry needs a, a good shot in the arm, and this is probably one way of supporting that industry. Is only what measly what six ninety nine or something, just to just to you know you you sort of help helping the industry as well. Yeah. So the, now everything we love, tell us about that because I think that's probably one you've you've covered on the New Zealand Entertainment podcast. We have, we have, we did a review um, on that one. We so did the premiere. Where, yeah, where, where does that fit in? Because that's available. Right now, you can stream that, yeah. and this is uh, this is brand new content, isn't it? it? It's twelve ninety nine to rent, which is like me similar me too, to going right? to the movies. That's like right? a Georgie Pie meal at <laughs> Macca's, really. To be honest, but it, you're right; it is, and it's a great way of getting new movies out there. And, and what they do with the release of it at the film festival just recently is that they also simultaneously um, release it on the VOD service. So that means that you know anywhere in New Zealand, you could see it on the night when it was premiered, whether you're at home or actually on the red carpet, like we were schmoozing around, being larrikins. Such a oh. show off wall. Hey, you were you were busy that night. Sorry, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. One day I'll get invited to one of these cool uh, <laughs> events with the with the cool kids. Um, now, we, we, so yeah, so that's um, that's one worth mentioning. Okay, New Zealand Film Commissions. Um, and I mean, there, there's uh, there's a cup a couple of other options. Now, Quick Flix is probably the one that's well, is the one that's sort of been around the longest, and it's on Android. I guess it's sort of you know start, started it all here in New Zealand. Yeah. It is. Um, now, you've had a little bit of a look at that uh, recently. I've been using it sort of on and off uh, for a while. Yes. Um, you were mentioning sort of, hey, it's on iOS, it's on Android. That's is right. Is that one of the standout apps. features for you that you can just get it anywhere? That the, yeah. apps are, the, the, the apps are there right now? Yeah, sure it is. I think it's a, it's a gratuitous sort of a society we live in. We want things where we want them straight away yesterday. So uh, to have it available on your phone, your smartphone, or your tablet, 
or your PC. I mean, that's you got it everywhere. That's you, everywhere you go. Yeah, yep. yeah, definitely. I, I think that you know the main uh, the main complaint around it has um, yeah certainly hasn't been the apps because the apps are, are everywhere. Sure, um, the apps might not be as. Um, uh, you know, full fle- featured as as Netflix, but in yeah. terms of a local offering, pretty pretty good. Uh, yes. And certainly, we look at Lightbox. You know, some of the basics aren't in there, like Resume and so on. Yet, um, I guess yep. those things are going to come over time. You know, and, and they right. say they're working through all the all the sort of bits and pieces of feedback, and they're just trying to get the product launched and out the door as a as a basic offering. Yeah. Um, so there's that sort of presumption that Lightbox is going to move along uh, pretty quickly. I think so, yeah. Um, but, you know, in, in terms of quick flicks, you know, most of those features probably that people are complaining about with um, um, – with Lightbox, are probably there now on on QuickFlix. Most of the, those core features, as well as the app being being generally available. Um, now, what I didn't uh, know, I hadn't looked at the content for a okay. while, and um, so was chatting with uh, Patty from QuickFlix, who we do have on the podcast from time to time. Yeah. Yeah, um, what do you have to say? Now, one of the launch products from. Um, uh, Lightbox yeah. was uh, Life on Mars. That one's uh, that oh, one's that show. one's there on uh, yeah. on Quick Flicks. Um, Sherlock, Luther, Nipatuck, uh, yeah. West Wing, The Office, Extras. Um, yeah, a, a bunch more. So there is actually there is a chunk of content on there. Yeah. Um, I, as I say, I don't think it's uh, you know anyone's got something as rich as the Lightbox from a content perspective. Yeah, um, but they're only doing uh, TV shows at the moment. That's it. Yeah. Version, so yeah. Um, Lightbox is limited to to TV, whereas what we're seeing on QuickFlix is you've got TV and yeah. movies within the subscription, and then they've also, as well as that subscription video on demand content, you can pay to get sort of newer release content that's not available and un- on a subscription basis. Um, so that's uh, you know it's good to have that uh, that sort of approach I guess from a from yeah. a flexibility perspective. Um, it, there aren't too many providers that do that that pro- you know sort of cover both worlds. Uh, I guess the only challenge with that is you look and you, oh that's really cool and you realise oh I've got to pay for that. So there's a lot that does fall outside of your subscription. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's um, I think it, it's worth just remembering that that is out out there already um, I've noticed in the past that these um, that certainly previously it sort of started with all SD content I think there is now some HD content um, but it's not sort of ubiquitous so, you know across, across the board, the board so, eh? um, I worth, think it's going to be yeah, it's going to be interesting to see uh, Lightbox I mean obviously they they thought well there's still a share of the market that we can still uh, get of this pie as well and decided to enter the, that market with video on demand um, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with QuickFlix, how they react as well um, with their services. I think the two big things that stand out for me is, is the quality of the content. I like For me, HD is minimum. Um, it's like going back to SD. It's like you know going back to broadband, really, after you've, you've tried uh, – sorry, going back to dial-up after trying, trying broadband. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you know yeah. what? It's like going backwards. So yep. for me, uh, the quality, HD quality, I know that Lightbox and QuickFlix are probably doing – uh, up to um, 1080 or HD where they can, um, and then another thing is speed. I'm looking for it. 4K as well. You know? I think I think oh. we, 4K is sort of the next thing. Yeah, and now we're starting to get 4K. And you did know, you talk on to, my desk? Um, I've got a couple of 4K uh, screens there, so yeah, yeah. I want to I want to see that. That's something that you know we we we're told will come in the future at some point. Uh, but yeah. you know, no one's committing to hey, we're going to have 4K by this date or that date, etc. But you know, well, exactly. I don't think even know if we, we're ready for it here in New Zealand. Are we? We still it will, in. Uh, it will happen. We're still trying to get um, 
Fibre optic, yeah. <laughs> in the rural sectors. Um, well, there is enough bandwidth in a lot of cases with the UFB that's already out there. And even even with uh, VDSL, there's enough bandwidth to actually be able to deliver um, you know, a 4K a 4K stream. So okay. you know, technically it is possible in, you know, in quite a good chunk of New Zealand homes. The other thing I think might be, uh, might be a, a main game shifter also is actually speed to market. So getting the, uh, I think uh, Lightbox said they got a, a first run on some of the series like Betas and Outlander or some of the new TV shows. Um, I think in this day and age, because otherwise, um, you know, what's the incentive of people to not download these shows? I think uh, getting the, the, the shows out as quickly as possible as soon as they're released. Like I think Prime are doing it with that new Halle Berry space thriller called Extent. And that's only like about a week or two, which is kind of acceptable for me. It's like if it's a week or two, I, I, you know, I don't mind watching on, on free to air. Um, so I think it's speed to market and, and the content quality. Yep, and of course with free to air now, that's available streaming wise through the apps as well, right? So exactly. That's yes. just an, you know, it's a, it's another source. You don't actually have to uh, uh, you know be sitting there watching it when it's broadcast and and, and so on. That's correct. Yeah. Yep. Um, now, Microsoft's uh, Cortana Digital Assistant, which uh, yeah, we've heard about for a little while, um, and it's not really officially available in New Zealand yet. Uh, yeah, it's one of those things in uh, Windows Phone 8.1, 8. 8. Uh, but yeah, we've had that issue, not, not officially available in New Zealand. You've got to sort of tweak your settings to, uh, uh, to be US. Uh, we've heard that that's coming to Australia kind of in a... In a pre-release availability, but that will be uh, that'll be coming through uh, fairly soon. Uh, no word yet on what that means for New Zealand. We have uh, find that off to uh, to the Microsoft slash uh, Nokia team, and uh, no update on that. But you would sort of presume that that uh, that's you know once Australia sort of ticked off, reasonably easy for them to cover New Zealand. Yeah. And actually, right now, um, now I don't know whether it's whether it's because my accent's not too freaky or, or what it is, uh, but I can usually get a pretty good result uh, having my phone switched to US using Cortana with its, uh, you know, its its voice recognition. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, no, so you're freaky. You, you haven't got a freaky accent, do you? I yeah. don't think so. Um, so like should we just try that? Just just while we're on the topic, should we just try it out now and see? Uh, sure. Is this uh, what um, CB? What else was going on about the um, he was using it overseas? Didn't he say he was using it in America or something? CB. Um, I can't remember. Was that uh, Siri or was that uh, Cortana? Might have been. Yeah, no, might have been Cortana. We had that discussion. Yep. So let's let's give it a go. Let's let's uh, let's see. uh, Right now, we're going. This is completely. This could be a world first, Paul. A world first here. uh, It might be a real embarrassment for me on my accent or for Microsoft on their uh, voice recognition. But let's see. Where am I? Looks like you're at Southern Motorway in Auckland. Okay, well, that's, that's quite impressive. interesting because I am right next to the motorway where my building is. Yeah. Uh, so if probably I moved over to the other side of the building, it would have given my correct address. Um, but, uh, yeah, I certainly picked up my accent okay and was able to give a reasonable answer, and it's come up with a nice little map on the screen, and it places me right in the middle of the motorway, which is slightly out. I like the tone. Um, but but works pretty well. Anyway, the the, uh, the point for the comment around uh, uh, Cortana 
was that uh, we hear that Cortana will be coming in the next version of uh, Windows. I guess uh, at this stage everyone's calling it uh, Windows 9. Yeah. And it seems likely that's just going to be built in. So uh, yeah, m- much broader sort of accessibility to, uh, to, to Cortana. Cortana uh, sounds kind of Maori-ish. Well, it actually, the name it Japanese? Act, well, the name comes from a particular game you may have heard of called Halo. Oh, and, is it? Yeah, uh, no. yeah. Not, not so, a big Xbox uh, so, 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 so <laughs> there you go. Um, That's probably why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Cortana. Um, okay. Yeah. Wow. All right, and you can read you can read uh, all all about um, Cortana, the uh, fictional AI character from uh, from Halo Online. If you want to do some more nice uh, some nice more plug, some more research, so uh, yeah, we won't go into too much on that now. How much are you selling your Xbox for? <laughs> um, hey, talking about uh, talking about Xbox uh, and uh, and PlayStation, um, we hear that uh, that Sony. Have a uh, have a feature coming through on uh, on PlayStation that will let people uh, people's friends sort of you know play uh, play play the games on on other consoles. So you you know, you bought yeah. the bought the game on your console, okay. uh, be able to play on a friend's console, that sort of thing. So uh, it was some of those types of features initially that caused a, a, a bit of a shambles a for, 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 for Microsoft when they announced the Xbox, uh, and of course now there's um, there's an, um, the I think it's the EA subscription on uh, on Xbox One yep. that uh, um, yeah gives you that sort of uh, yeah um, what do they call it the EA Access subscription uh, which is now available on the Xbox One and uh, yeah Sony Sony are doing their sort of uh, take on Mate, that. I don't know if you remember the PlayStation One, the little grey box, and you know the games you used to get for those. You can either um, copy them. Or burn them off and play them, or yes, you could you could play them with any console back in the day. But that's mm. all changed now with piracy and, and uh, encryption content, you know, encryption and stuff like that now. Yeah, yeah, the uh, that whole world has has definitely sort of got a got a lot more locked Tighter, down, stricter, hasn't it? Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so apparently, um, uh, what we're seeing is that uh, remote the remote. Play uh, coming through October timeframe. Um, there's been a few other interesting sort of developments in the uh, in the gaming front as well. Um, there's now a uh, actually a TV tuner that you can get for the Xbox in Europe, where they're, where, where they're trialling this first. Okay, and then potentially it'll be available in other markets. We don't know about New Zealand yet, uh, but for those who want to uh, you know consume all their content through their, their Xbox, and it is geared up particularly with that HDMI input, um, you know, to be that kind of uh, central home entertainment hub yeah uh you'll be able to plug in this device which is around uh, around 50 new zealand dollars and uh, that will basically pick up the broadcast tv signal allow you to you know play rewind etc uh so it's going to be interesting to just to see how that pans out whether they'll allow two of those things to be able to plugged in so you can maybe record one channel yep. watch another one live uh what those sort of possibilities are but i mean that's reasonably low cost uh you know way of con- consuming uh, uh, content and then uh, they're going to allow you to uh, to be able to actually push out that content back to say your tablet or your smartphone uh, and uh, yeah it gives you another way to, uh, to to consume the content which to me sounds a little bit like the sling box which is as the device got at home but, yeah which is yeah. focused on the US market which allows you to take whatever comes through over HDMI and okay. access it from anywhere in the world over your device um, <coughs> So some interesting similarities there. I don't know whether there's uh, some patent uh, 
you know, going to be some overlaps here or limitations on what Microsoft mm-hmm. can ultimately offer there. But uh, yeah, good good to see the uh, the gaming world, um, you know, having having some interesting bits and pieces of innovation. Now, talking of that, uh, we just recently uh, got landed with a new uh, um, gaming gaming laptop. Um, Game, yeah, the Repu- yeah, yeah, Republic Gaming. Now you've had a quick, uh, quick look at this. We'll uh, we'll talk more about this in uh, uh, on a future episode. But um, it's kind of cool. It's kind of um, very, very wiggity, very wiggity whack. So yeah, I mean, what's your thought on uh, on PC based gaming as as opposed to uh, consoles? It seems like there's been a yeah, there's been a pretty big swing in this direction, and uh, you know, in recent years to to PC based gaming, and you know, of course, the thing is with uh, um, yeah, gaming on a on a PC is you can yeah. just keep throwing more horsepower at it. Uh, you know, you can get whatever graphics capability mm. has just been launched oh, and and put it into your device. Whereas when you, when you're in the console world, you kind of yeah. have to uh, yeah, you have to wait x number of years until the the, the, the next, next generation comes, uh, yeah. comes out. Um, yeah. But this is the new um, ASUS uh, G750. Uh, which was was shown off at uh, at Computex in in Taipei, um, and it's landed uh, or just in the process of landing here uh, in New Zealand right now. And uh, yeah, a pretty uh, pretty, it's, it's pretty, pretty, pretty powerful, uh, very uh, system, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, I come from the um, the days when you had a VIC twenty or Commodore sixty four. Um, and now it's just gone to this. It's just just amazing the transition through the years and, and the technology that that goes into these these machines now for gaming. I mean, I probably know more about Chinese politics than I do about PC gaming, being a console gamer um, from back in the day. But it's it's a beautiful machine. Yeah, I mean, available varying sort of specs, but um, you know, seventeen point three three inch uh, display, uh, you know, quad core. I seven, I believe you can get it stacked up with with loads of RAM, SSD, you know, um, standard hard drive as well. Yeah. Um, you know, all all the trimmings, very nice sort of you know stylish machine that you know I guess c- competes with um, uh, with what uh, Dell Dell's sort of Alienware uh, brand stuff, um, and and it seems to be a reasonably competitive space. But uh, yeah, a lot of processing. Uh, um, that's really packed in there, and some some you know obviously high end uh, uh, yeah graphics, which is a, an absolute essential for uh, for for gaming. So, uh, well, it's considering yeah. the most do most gamers carry around their hard drives, don't they? In their cases, it's kind of kind of different having the the notebook or the, the laptop. Yeah, I mean it's a pretty chunky machine, but I mean that's it's kind of all you need. It's an all-in-one with yeah. that, you know nice, uh, nice, nice big screen and so on. Um, definitely, definitely. That's yeah, um, yeah. So I wish they did come up with a few f- funky col- colours, you know, like uh, Hunger Game Red or you know purple. Yeah, I, d- I don't, I don't know. Um I don't know whether they whether they're bringing out a mix of colours. I mean, uh, yeah, this one's just sort of it's kind black, of sterile. Black, we, yeah. we do see some, uh, you know, some some varying because uh, yeah, gamers quite with some of the some of the people, gaming you know. machines, don't we? That uh, you know do do really stand out and, yeah. and look pretty cool. So, I mean, the uh, the the G seven fifty is definitely of, uh, um, I guess that there is a particular style to it that does you know it does very much look like a. Uh, uh, a gaming type machine, doesn't it? There's no yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe a bit no, com- no. communist rouge or something like that. 
Um, so you wouldn't you wouldn't be someone lining up for uh, for for one of these? Not personally. Um, uh, I've tried PC gaming before in the past uh, versus console gaming with the PS3 and PS4. Um, but no, doesn't no. didn't, didn't grab me the old mouse. I'm yep. quite used to the the hand control. Yeah, PlayStation. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, you can get some pretty high end graphics in there. I think uh, in Nvidia uh, GeForce GTX eight eighty M. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely some uh, some good good capabilities. Um, hey, that probably pretty much brings us to the end of this episode. We're um, yes, that's that's that's. Oh, there was one other thing. Just wanted to uh, wanted to mention was uh, we heard uh, a little while ago that. Lenovo would be acquiring uh, IBM's uh, server division, the, the the Intel side of that, so okay. the standard yep. sort of PC servers that they, uh, you know, Windows and, and Linux type servers that they sell uh, run the uh, the Intel uh, x86 uh, architecture. Yep. And uh, what we're hearing is that's uh, that's pretty close to all sort of uh, being finalised, and it could be as soon as first uh, of September, where uh, those that work within that side of IBM will be transitioning over and will be uh, working for uh, for Lenovo. I think it's going to be uh, there'll be a, an overlap with the brand for you know, quite a number of years, as we saw when Lenovo bought uh, IBM's PC and laptop division. Uh, mm. And hearing something like five years, uh, at least five years, that uh, the IBM service will continue providing the uh, actual you know on-site support for. Uh, for those systems, so um, not too scary yeah. for those that maybe uh, come to uh, come to trust the IBM uh, IBM brand, but uh, you know a bit of a transition. So uh, yeah, another Chinese connection there. Indeed, indeed. Um, so uh, with that yeah. story, and obviously they've got money to burn for these acquisitions. Well, I Lenovo. think uh, you know Lenovo have done have done pretty well, and you know they've grown since acquiring IBM's PC and uh, and laptop mm. division. They've grown to the number one uh, you know PC brand in the world. Done very so, well. Uh, doing something right. Uh, part of it being that the Chinese market is uh, is absolutely massive, and so uh, you know that has uh, you know obviously paid handsomely. Been been, uh, been something that's worked, worked out well for them, bringing that brand on, um, but just the growth in the, in the Chinese market. So uh, yeah, um, and I think we, we've talked previously about the uh, Nokia Lumia uh, 930 uh, I've just been playing with that for for you know last I guess a uh, couple of weeks now and yeah. uh, stacking up as a really really nice device uh, really liking the hardware Okay. Um, and yeah, running that new version of uh, of Windows Phone um, and with a Cortana and whatnot is uh, is actually pretty cool. So you know, it's great for for Microsoft to be, I guess, sort of competing in that space. And often they sort of get left out for a while because they don't have any. There's no new Windows no, phones right, on yeah. note that come out for a while. But it's good to have a a decent new high end uh, high end handset in the uh, the Lumia 930. So. Uh, one worth looking out for if you you know you're open to uh, to bit of change or use Windows Phone platform. I don't know. I might stick with Android on that one. I'm just 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 know what I know. Just with it, you know, never disappointed. It's um, consistently consistent Android. Consistently consistent. <laughs> All right. Thank thank you for that little uh, no little, little no soundbite. Hey, um, yeah. and one last bit. Uh, Sony, their uh, their new 4K TVs are uh, yeah and are, are now available uh, locally in New Zealand. Of course, coming in a little bit behind uh, Samsung and, and LG, LG with their yeah. 4K devices. Uh, but again, good to have you know more competition in the markets exactly. and some varying products. Uh, you know, there's I think a few uniques across each each brand, and it's you know it's worth having a good look and before like you, you slap down the, your cash. The video on demand. 
that the, the 4K segment is actually growing uh, worldwide, globally as well, not only in New Zealand, but we've seen also that the trend is now people are, are wanting the next level of technology with uh, television, which is 4K, UHD, mm. Mm. TV. Not me, I can't afford it, but you've got one, haven't you? Well, uh, just just what's in the office here uh, in oh, terms okay. of screens. So, uh, is it yeah. a give back? Is it? Uh, I'm, but I'm I'm lo- what I'm looking forward to seeing is the 4K projectors. Uh, so I wow. know uh, uh, Panasonic have promised uh, something to uh, for us to have a look at uh, later on in the year. So still waiting on that one. Uh, but cool. I think uh, 4K projector will just make oh. the most awesome uh, home cinema Mate, environment. You could, you could ever. do the the podcast show with a barbecue with that thing set up with a console. I reckon, eh? A barbecue. Well, you a know, in the podcast, when you get the, the, the 4K projector, you could just, you know... Oh, uh, we'll record ar- yeah, around exactly. the, oh, in the home cinema and the Passages fire of the barbecue. And, uh, and we'll invite all the listeners. <laughs> Pretty all right. much. Okay, well, we might do that at your pla- at your apartment while... Uh, <laughs> Only fits two people. Yeah, well, I'm sure we'll... Um, yeah, we'll just have to That's ration a good day. it. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Bring it on. Hey, thanks everyone for listening into the New Zealand Tech Podcast. Uh, we'll look forward to catching you uh, next week for the next episode. Uh, and uh, yeah, we've, we've got a few interesting bits and pieces of content uh, coming up. Thanks. You can catch us all. Uh, you can catch us online. Uh, globalvoicemedia.com will give you access to our varying podcasts, including the New Zealand Entertainment uh, Podcast, hosted uh, by uh, by Wal Reed. Thank you. Um, well, I was going to do a plug by this. Where do we catch you online? You're on You're on Twitter? We're on Twitter as well. Just uh, search me out, Wal Reed, W-A-L-R-E-I-D. Also, New Zealand Entertainment Podcast. It's on, on the internet, prolific on there. Just type it in and you'll, you'll hit something with me on it. Excellent, excellent. Thanks, Paul. All right. Well, thanks for joining us again, and uh, we'll catch everyone later. Nice See you. Bye.